My name's Neil Dudman. And my name's Dave Kite, and you're listening to the Nursery Business Podcast. And we're recording. Hello. How are you? How's your holiday? Uh, the holiday was good, thank you very much. Yes, good fun. Oh, good fun. All done. All done for the year. I'm holidayed out, and now it's time to uh, get back to work and uh, start the serious business of... Uh, earning lots of pennies and providing a good outcomes for lots of children and staff members. And you've been punishing the scales, I hear. Oh, I've been on, a, been on a bit of a health kick since lockdown. Lockdown wasn't kind to me. I wasn't kind <laughs> to lockdown one of, one of the ways. So I did really well. I lost, I was only three pounds off my target weight. So uh, I, I nearly lost two stone in, in about 10 weeks, which I was quite pleased with. Uh, put 10 pounds back on in one week <laughs> abroad. Wasn't, it was a good holiday, shall we say. Lots of things. You must have been eating and normal. drinking continuously. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, <laughs> as, as long as it was, there was one rule for drinking. That was that it, it had to be in the daytime and or or it was before it, you're allowed to drink in in the darkness but as long as you hadn't been to bed so uh, basically any time from when we woke up to, <laughs> to when, to when we went to bed first, and and it was just one continuous day all seven days of it <laughs> yes yeah it was a final fling of the year it's been a a, a tough year work-wise so it was a case of uh, we haven't got the kids so let's go and enjoy ourselves Okay, I had a, an interesting conversation uh, the other day with my uh, cousin, who you may have recall runs my mum's business. He does. Yeah, we got. He had an Indian chap come on and inquiring inquire about PPE stuff, um, PPE stuff, because uh, my mum's business is selling a lot of that into hospitals at the moment, big time. Yeah. And so they got this inquiry, and everything seemed legit, and he was going to place a sizable order i think it was about 15 grand or something like that and since this was a new client they always ask for money up front the first client and so he said yeah that's fine and checked on the bank account and the bank and the money appeared to be in the bank and okay they were getting ready to create the order place the find the goods etc buy the goods because my mum very often um gets orders and then purchases later and makes money with more competitive buying. So anyway, that, that all seemed normal. I think that was like late on one week. And then first thing on Monday morning, they got a phone call to say there was a problem. They'd overpaid the money and could they return the funds? My cousin said no. And the guy got uh, really irate at this and said, uh, no, you need to send the money back now. And he said, uh, no, I can't send you the money back right now. We give an excuse that uh, there's nobody here with the card. Uh, it's going to be at least a week before we can refer, refund your funds. And I was getting really frantic at this point. And then the following day, the funds had disappeared because the, the money had been sent by an electronic check. And it takes about four or five days to clear. And it was a fraudulent, there was no money in the account. So they sent the It's an the electronic check. check. I've never heard of an electronic check before. Yeah, you can do it in PayPal and things like this. Um, but it, it's like a, tre- uh, a check, but, it's, it, but it takes a while to clear. And anyway, so what they generally do is they send you a check, ask you to send the money back by direct, uh, by bank transfer. You send the 
bank the money back and the money disappears from your account because it was never there in the first place. So it wasn't cleared funds. Wow. On, you know, they, yeah. So anyway, so Ian had spotted this and played along and got a phone call from the police a couple of days later that they picked him up and everything was oh. good. So uh, one oh, less wow. scammer on the streets. But, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there is so much going going round at the minute. I think probably more than normal because there, there is so much money being moved around at the moment. That, I think that's the, the stunning thing about five billion, I think, has been floating around for, you know, over the last few months of loans here and there. Staggering amount of money. There was a didn't, there was a go on. Didn't you tell me you mentioned before that there was a a bubble loan scam with a yes uh, yeah talk me um, through that one. A business friend of mine owns a hand prestige car dealership up in Manchester, and they had this Porsche on the market for forty two thousand pounds. So they had a phone call saying, I'd like to buy the Porsche. And uh, apparently it's not unusual for secondhand high prestige cars to get a phone call and say somebody wants it because they're quite bespoke, some of these models. And uh, he said, I'd like to pay by bank transfer. And the chap said, yeah, it's fine. Well, it's £42,000. These are the details. And he said, okay, um, I need to move some money about, but it will come in for my business, not my name. And it should be with you on, say, Thursday. So lo and behold, they checked the bank Thursday and sure enough, there was £42,000 in from, I'm just going to use the word ABC Limited. And they thought, okay, this chap's paid. So they phoned him up and they said, great, we've got your money. Come and collect your car. And he said, great, I'll be down this afternoon. We're filling the documents there, there, there and then, but I, I can't stay long because I'm on my way passing through to London to a business meeting. Fine. Anyway, they just something just didn't seem right. It something didn't fit right with the whole story and how easy and how quickly and how chilled out the client was. And um, so they did some research and they phoned the bank and they said, "Look, this money's come in. Is it bona fide?" And they said, "Oh yes, yeah. Your your bounce back loan has arrived today. It's in your account, forty two thousand pounds." And he went, "Hey." What had happened, they'd stolen some identity and they'd applied for a bounce back loan in the name of the car garage into the car garage's money. But instead of calling it Alpha Bravo John Company Limited, they just used the initials of, say, ABC. And that money going into that bank account was their own bounce back loan. So they were about to hand over the keys to a 42 grand car to a guy who was going to get it for nothing and take out a 42 grand bounce back loan. So easy. And so when they phoned to, to transfer the, the, the money to the bank, they actually uh, asked for the bank details today. Is that, is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, there's so much going on so much and uh, you just have to be really careful, don't you? At the end of the day, I've double check to- everything. I've just been checking through um, online and there has been an increase uh, on loan, loan scams. Very often they can come in by, from, by text or by email. And you, you look at the email address and it looks like natwestloan.com, not loans.natwest.com. And if you quickly look down, you would think, oh, natwestloan.com, that must be part of NatWest. Well, actually, mm-hmm. that any, anybody can register the name natwestloan.com. And that's what they do. They use names that include the part of the bank. So it might be 
Barclays, barclayscarloans.com. I actually barclayscarloans.com can be registered by anybody. Um, and so when you see um, emails, make sure it comes from natwest.com or barclays.co.uk or santander.com and reply to them. Because if, if it comes from a person, you can reply to them and say, is, please confirm that you are uh, part of Barclays Bank. And if the email address is at barclays.co.uk, then they'll be able to reply to it. And if they don't, they, it won't be kosher. Because sometimes you can spoof them, but th then they won't receive emails back. So uh, you have to be really careful. And the other secret is if you receive an email or a text offering you a, a great deal on a loan, <clears throat> don't click the links in the email, the text directly. Type them in. It might look like it's from natwest.com. Go and type in natwest.com and do a search for, for uh, loans. Don't yeah, these sort, of, these, these sort of things, these, uh, they're called phishing emails, aren't they? P-H-I-S-H. They've been around for donkey shoes. used to get a lot from PayPal and eBay. And mm. um, it was like, click on this link to log in. And the page that you go to looks like eBay. But this, if you look very closely, it's not quite eBay. And uh, of course, you've been sent to a, like a clone site where they, they will get your login details. And then, of course, yeah. log into your bonafide eBay and, uh, or PayPal, even worse. And away they go. Very simple. One of, the, one of the most recent phishing emails I've received, which fortunately Google is really good at uh, redirecting into spam, is the unexpected login on your account. Yeah, so they say we've received um, an unexpected login to your account. Please log into your account to confirm that this is not you. Yes, and Facebook do that as well. If you log in from a, a new handset or a new browser or even a new country, which is what I've, I've been doing, I've been move, moving around. And when you go into a new Wi-Fi system in a foreign country, you, you have to have a, um, a, a six-number text code sent to your listed mobile number, and uh, away you go as such. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know whether you've had... Have you received the... Amazon Prime, we're about to recharge your Amazon Prime call. No, tell me, tell me. And I, don't, I really don't know. So what they do is they, they send out an automated um, voice response that says, uh, we are about to uh, recharge your Amazon Prime for £37 for the year. I know that Amazon Prime is like 70 quid for the year. And, yeah. and, and it says, Phone, uh, press one if you don't wish to do this. I still haven't yet worked out what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to, they then go on to tell you that you've had illegal software. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. And then they install illegal software to demonstrate to you that it's illegal <laughs> How illegal it, it, it is. Yeah. 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 There's, Another um, one there's... I get very often is somebody phoning up to say, we are about to, you've had a £600 charge from a foreign country. Please press one if you want to cancel this charge. And I know that NatWest don't work like that. If they have any suspicion whatsoever that this is a £600 charge from an overseas um, vendor, they actually cancel it and send me a text to say, we have cancelled 
your uh, payment. And I go, ah, damn it. And it was saying, did you just spend 600 pounds with this client, with this customer? And please type yes if you did it. And I type yes. And they said, okay, thanks for letting us know. Please go and rebuy now and we won't block it. So they don't ask you if you want to block it. They just block it. If they already yeah. know. And then you say, you've got to do it again. Okay, sorry about we're just protecting your money. Yeah. As, as yeah. angry as I get and annoyed that I have to go back and do it again, I know they're just looking after my money. So, uh, the, there's a COVID one going around for a COVID test. So you get the phone call. This is the NHS. You've been highlighted as somebody who's at risk and you've been near somebody who has got COVID and you need to self-isolate and do an emergency COVID test. And it's, oh, okay, fine, I'll do that. And they said, if I could have your card details of your credit card or your debit card, we can send it out to you to save you going any, anywhere. And you just take do the swab and you send it back and we'll process it for you. And of course, they just want your credit card numbers and there is no COVID, there is no test, there is it's a complete scam. But people have been actually doing it, would you believe? And hundreds of thousands of pounds from various different people have disappeared. So... Uh, advice to our listener uh, our listener <laughs> good day listener thank you for listening again is covid tests are free covid the only one that's not free is the antibody test but you actually have to go and uh, instigate that you have to go and pay for that yourself. yeah that's not common and readily available it's that that's yeah. only if you've been instructed or you have the opportunity it's not anything that you get on the street so to speak is it one, one of the one of the old scams which are fortunately the telecom companies now have changed was they they used to call you and say this is this is the security department of your bank and i always say which bank i've got which bank yeah and yeah they go uh, uh, uh. No, um uh, <laughs> lloyd's i haven't got a lloyd's account oh yeah right. anyway so they used to, no, they used no, to I'm call from santander <laughs> Yeah, and they make six phone calls. <laughs> say, this one, no, this one. Anyway, so what they used to do is say, can you go and pick up your card from, from your wallet? And on the back is a fraud number. Please oh. hang up and recall. And so what they would do is that you would hang up. And when, they, when you picked up the phone again, they would actually play a simulated dial tone. And as you press the digits to call the number they would go visa fraud and because it used to be that only the caller could hang up you would yeah you're showing your age now you're talking about landlines aren't you phones with leads and attachments on no no the even yeah but it won't um, work on a mobile yeah but anyway they changed the law and the, the the regulations and said they made that if either party hung up, the landline should be dropped, which is why you can no longer switch phones. And if you want from one landline to a battery phone, now you get disconnected. But yeah, yeah so that they actually changed that. But that was a really subtle scam. Really Most subtle. scams are very basic in their in a true element form, though, aren't they? A lot of them aren't aren't complicated or high to see through They're, a lot of them are very easy to see through but that makes them so clever because it is everyday mundane stuff that we don't have the patience to worry about or even the inclination sometimes 
Well, some of, some of the more uh, scary ones are when they say that there's a bailiff on the way to claim three and a half thousand pounds for uh, back taxes. And uh, he's on his way to you now. And, it's just, and, and what they say is it's so believable and they really do scare you. That's quite a nasty one. And, you know, a guy will be turning up at your door shortly. But you can settle this over the phone now and I will cancel his visit. That's a bit naughty, that is. That's really scaring people. So those are really scary scams. But anyway, so we've had some news this week, some announcements. Do you want to update the listener? Yeah, there's been there's been a few announcements. But I think I think the the biggest one and the most important one is that the the bounce back loans that the majority of people took out or should have taken out, and if you haven't, you now have until the end of the calendar year to do it instead of the the beginning of uh, November. You can now take the loans out over a ten year period. So we had a year's interest free, and then we had five years of payments. But now we can spread those payments over ten years. Oh, okay. So, if for argument's sake, if you borrowed, if you borrowed the full, the full fifty thousand pounds, it was going to cost you nine hundred and twenty or something pounds a month to borrow. Uh, it's now going to be four hundred fifty pounds a month, which makes a massive difference to some businesses having only four hundred fifty rather than nine hundred to pay back. And yeah. I think in uh, in January, there's going to be news of how you can do this, how you can uh, extend your loan, whether that's, I guess it's going to have to be via your bank that you took the loan out with. So they're probably very pleased that there's more admin for them to do on a loan where they're not making that much money from. Yeah, and the interest rate's quite low on that, isn't it? Oh, they define the interest rate? Yeah. yeah, the interest rate's like 2%, so it's about £40 a month, which is not even worth worrying about, really. And I also believe that if money's really tight, you can opt for interest only for a while. Yes. So once your payments should kick in after you've had your loan for 12 months, there is a there's an option where you can just pay the interest for six months, which is obviously almost zero or peanuts. And then, of course, you're going to have another nine and a half years of paying off the balance but it's another thing that just delays paying that capital back and if it's uh, at such a small interest happy days really it makes buying your most recent nurseries even cheaper then it does it's um it's just another way that helps and it spreads the load and it just means there's more cash moving about and i think going forward over the next six months having cash in the bank sat there for a rainy day is going to be very important i was speaking to the the person who runs our IT for our nursery soft software, I won't go into details of who, but he said he's lost about 20% of his client base. And that's wow. been through people not having enough children, deciding it's not for them anymore, or they've, they're just trying to cut down on costs because they haven't got any money. And mm-hmm. that's quite a few nursery buildings that are going to be empty or changing hands very soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that the uh, new furlough scheme is that uh, helping much, though, do you? No, um, <laughs> not us. It doesn't help us as and- a sector, I don't think, because the person has to agree to having their hours cut by 25%. I thought that you could, they had to be working a, a third of the time. So you, you, a third of the time, you pay half their wages. That's not going to work for me very well. 
No. And then the government makes up 20% or 30% or whatever it is. But yeah, it doesn't seem joined up thinking, really. I don't think that is going to stop this flood of redundancies that I asked no. to happen. They, they've broken it down into thirds, haven't they? A third and a third. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make much sense to me. No. There you go. No. Okay, so... Well, um, fingers crossed. Uh, it, it, might help, it, it might help some, and uh, hey, it's better than, than nothing. I, I, I did just hear on the radio, they were talking about the furlough and the new scheme, and whereas furlough was costing... I, I only got the back end of the figures, whereas furlough was, say, costing five billion something or, or other, the new scheme and people claiming job seeks allowance is going to cut it down by two-fifths or something. So it's a huge saving for the government to save themselves, really. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's all got to be paid for at some stage. And that's say. what's going to come next year, which is why he or she who has the deepest pockets will be the, yeah. the biggest winner and be able to ride this through. But at the, at the same smart, time... They're not if they're Go smart, on. they're not going to hit small businesses, but they're not very smart, are they? <laughs> As per usual, it's a small business that does keep everything running because behind all these big companies are small businesses making sure that, that, that they work. It's all those small cogs in the chains are the most important ones and they're the unseen ones and they're the ones that are going to suffer at the, at the result of this. Mm. Right. That's doomy. That's doomy, doom and gloom. End to the podcast, isn't it, really? Yeah, let's finish with upbeat. What can we think of upbeat? I don't know, actually. I think, as a positive, our own sign-ups have been very healthy. I think a lot of our clients' sign-ups have been healthy. They're seeming to be getting through this with a smile on their face and lots of positivity and actually making money throughout this. So there are, there for all the the sort of the negativity there are very many pockets of flourishing businesses out there and i did hear from the research group that calculates the r number that they think the r number is down to about 1.1 now so despite all these people not liking the shutdowns and what have you it would appear that things are starting to flatten off so let's cross our fingers and, and uh, let's get back Let's get back out to a pub near you soon. <laughs> well, fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. Have a good week. Wow. And you, mate, look after yourself. Goodbye to the listener. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, listener. We do love you coming in to join us. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Talk soon. Take care. Bye bye. there are any topics on today's episode of the nursery business podcast and you want to find out more or ask questions or have suggestions email podcast at your nurserybusiness.co.uk take care guys